Welcome to Eat This Bread, Drink This Cup. The title of the meditation today is No Better Than This. I read from Ephesians chapter 1, verses 15 through 23. All quotations are from the English Standard Version and are used with permission. For this reason, because I have heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and your love toward all the saints, I do not cease to give thanks for you, remembering you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of him, having the eyes of your hearts enlightened, that you may know what is the hope to which he has called you, what are the riches of his glorious inheritance and the saints, and what is the immeasurable greatness of his power toward us who believe, according to the working of his great might, that he worked in Christ when he raised him from the dead and seated him at his right hand in the heavenly places, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion, and above every name that is named not only in this age, but also in the one to come. And he put all things under his feet and gave him as head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all and all. The Apostle Paul asked God to give the spirit of wisdom and of revelation in the knowledge of his son Jesus to the Christians in Ephesus. Not only were the Ephesians new Christians, but Christianity itself was new, and Paul wanted them to know fully what it meant to have the favor of God. He did not want them to settle for anything less than a full knowledge of the blessings they now had in Christ. We know from experience that this knowledge does not come all at once, like a light bulb that is turned on in the dark, but rather like the first light of dawn that gradually increases into the full light of day. Christians must desire this knowledge and diligently seek it. Paul did not want us to miss out on knowing real hope, the riches of our inheritance, and God's immeasurable power toward us who believe. He goes on to contrast human power with God's power. God's power is the kind of power that raised Jesus from the dead and seated him at his right hand above all would-be powers. And the church to which they now belong is not just another shared interest group or society and does not belong to its members. The church belongs to Jesus. He is its head, and God has ordained it to be this way. If Paul were writing to us today, I think he would offer the same prayer on our behalf. As believers, we are put down by the world every day, and some describe Christianity as a form of mental illness. All this pitiful commentary on our faith should be like water off a duck's back. 
because God still gives the same spirit of wisdom and knowledge of Jesus to us. Why should we settle for only part of the story when we can have it all? Of course, our lack of wisdom and knowledge does not diminish God's blessings. But wouldn't we feel empowered by this knowledge as we face day-to-day challenges? What better place to start than meeting around this table today and affirming the fact that God's Son died for our sins, and that's just the beginning of our blessings that God has planned for those who believe? Really, there is nothing to compare with being in Christ. Clearly, it's no better than this. Let us pray. Abba, Father, today we bless and set aside this bread and the fruit of the vine in this cup to remember your Son, Jesus. We know that the bread represents his body that was nailed to the cross, and the fruit of the vine represents his blood that he shed for us. As we pour out the wine from the cup, we are reminded of how Jesus poured out his own blood that our sins might be forgiven. Like Paul, Abba, Father, we pray for you to give us the spirit of wisdom and of knowledge in your Son, Jesus, that we might fully know the blessings we now have in Christ. We thank you, Abba, Father, for the working of your great might in raising Jesus from the dead and seating him at your right hand, far above all rule and authority and power and dominion and above every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in the one to come. Today, Father, your church meets together to partake of the bread and drink from the cup and remember your Son, Jesus, and what he has done for us. We long for the day to see him, dear Lord. In his name I pray, amen. Today, Jesus invites you to partake of the Lord's Supper. I read from Matthew chapter 26, verses 26 through 28. And as they were eating, Jesus took bread, blessed, and broke it, and gave it to the disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Let us partake of the bread. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. Let us partake of the cup of blessing. And the assembly of believers said, Amen. Until next time, from Numbers chapter 6, verses 24 through 26, the Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift up his countenance upon you and give you peace.